0: You're listening to the Google Ads Podcast, brought to you by Z, the Google Ads agency.
1: Negative keywords are now very dangerous, very dangerous. Google will allow you to add negative keywords as match types and then bidding strategies. The bidding strategy for broad is... It works a lot better with running wide open, which is what I like to to call it. No TCPA and no ROAS, at least for about 60 days. The reason being is that it's learning the person. It's not learning the search term. That's why the search terms don't really make sense, but the results still come in. It's learning the people. And then it says whatever that person searches, eh, less important. Why? Well, there's not a big group of them. They're all spread out. This person wanted a, a cheap EVL. This one was searching in Spanish for a search, but I didn't make one change. And that was, was really interesting. It was just broad match and TCPA. That's it. And this thing just grew legs on its own. The broad match will match the brand. It, it wasn't in this campaign. It was in a different campaign or a different account. And I'll share that with you all here, but the broad match will sometimes give a false positive. And if the client finds it, it's game over for us. But if we find it, it's it's good for us. So in these search terms here, what we'll see is so non-brand. So I'm like, why does my hammock have a 5,500 ROAS? <laughs> oh, okay, that's why. So it will absolutely find your brand name, even if the keyword's not brand. Why? Because it has the DSA element built in. It scanned the page, found that is broadly matched to that, and actually gets conversions. So here you go. Here's more conversions, and here's more clicks. Now I'm going to have to go back to last year to find this, but this is what is really interesting. Hammock chair. So see how much this is happening. In two years ago, this would have never happened. Broad match would not have captured the brand name, so or not at this level at least. So now I'm talking about the bidding strategies, uh, and uh, what the moral of that story is. Make sure you add the native keyword of the brand. Now the bit before we get to bidding strategies, let's talk about native keywords. Native keywords are now very dangerous. Very dangerous. Google will allow you to add native keywords as match types, but remember the match types are now kind of just. Eh, Close enough, a phrase match, close variant. A hammock and the le- only hammocks, technically they're correct. It was a phrase match because it had hammock and hammock in there but a close variant, is A eh, close enough. So just know that when you do your negative keywording, if you negative keyword a phrase, it you essentially negative keyword a broad match. So as just as wide and crazy as broad and phrases are starting to get now, same thing with our negative keywords. So sometimes we can accidentally stop a search term we wanted to come in from adding a negative keyword that Google said, wait a minute, that is also, that's also a thing. I'll give you a quick example of first solutions eight. We bid on pay per click advertising. It matched for get paid to click advertising. And I had an exact match, by the way, that shouldn't have happened. We all know that, that match type shouldn't have, shouldn't have happened, but because Google is loosening the the loosening the restrictions on match types, you also have to think about the counter of that inside of exact, and inside of natives. So here's our campaign here. For example, when we look at just the last lesson, June here in June, and was go over through here, I actually stopped this because my search terms were, I was trying to do a little bit more keyword sculpting and I just ended up giving up on it. Right now there's, does anybody know what GG ads are? Does anyone know what GG ads are? Raise your hand, chat, whatever it is. Anybody know what GG ads are? I don't either. Yeah. So Google Ads service phrase match match for GG ads 61 times. And I spent $275 on it. Yeah, close enough. When I negative GG ads, my Google Ads service started to tank. It started to get less and less less clicks. So my negative of GG ads stopped Google Ads service from running. And I negated this one as an exact because it just kept happening. So my exact match negative stopped my positive phrase match that had nothing to do with each other. Stop showing. I ended up just getting giving up on it. I'm just stopping it. It's like, smooth, smooth. there's, you know, Google ads, there's Gigi ads again. Awesome. That came back for fun. So what I found is that I'm, I'm kind of just giving up on search for a phrase and exact right now, YouTube's working with us well, but because we have a lot of competitors here that's been happening. So when you add a negative of something, just be very, very mindful that it could also stop your positive and then bidding strategies. The bidding strategy for broad is it works a lot better with running wide open, which is what I like to, like to call it, no TCPA and no ROAS, at least for about 60 days. The reason being is that it's learning the person, it's not learning the search term. That's why the search terms don't really make sense, but the results still come in. It's learning the people and then it says whatever that person searches, eh, less important. I know that there's a person that is going to these websites that are searching these keywords, that are looking at blogs featuring these overlapping topics that have also been to this, that use these apps, that have visited these locations, all that taken into consideration. And then when they do a search, it's gonna broadly match to what you have. This is yes, I know they searched something that was wrong, but they we matched it to your keyword because these look like the people that are converting. So when you add in a TCPA and you say, no, 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 stop all of your learning. Just focus on the same keywords that focus a lot of times. It will work well if there's a high amount of volume, but if there's not a lot of learning that went into it first, it just dies or has low performance. So I like to take a performance max approach where you let it run without a restriction, but you increase or decrease your activity per day there was another company that we ran a broad match approach for it. And I think it was a gas three. The client said, Hey, I want to get $35 leads. And I said, okay. And he says, can we get there? And I said, sure. It's going to take me a little while though. He goes, that's okay. So we started this campaign in
0: this is not a glitch. I'm interrupting the video you're watching because I need to remind you that I'm always looking for people to join our team. So if you're passionate about Google ads and you want to work with the best Google ads agency on the planet, please go to solatecom forward slash apply. Speaking of working with the best Google ads agency on the planet, if you're having trouble with Google ads and you want professional help, that's what we do. You can go to so late.com. That's S O L eight.com to apply for your free, no obligation action plan. And if I've given you any level of value at all, maybe think about giving me a thumbs up and subscribing <laughs> to our channel. That's how we juice the YouTube. Algorithm so they actually know that I know what I'm talking about. If you have questions, comments, concerns, or confessions, hit me below in the comments. And now, back to your regularly scheduled program.
1: We started this in December of 2021, and I actually lost in November. That's what I remember when I did it. This was like, that doesn't, doesn't make sense. We started in November of 2021, and in November to March, our cost per conversion was $59. Then, through let's say April to July, our cost per conversion is $46. It's 49 here. In the last 30 days, let me see what it is. Yeah, it's back up to 74 because he wanted to scale. But what was interesting is when I spoke with him, I think it was in June or in June, I hit the goal, the $35. What's really interesting is if you look at the last two months compared to the previous two months, I lost 53% of my cost per conversion, got 43% more conversions through through January 30th through May 31st. So if you look from here though, from February 1st to this area here, that it went from it decreased the CPA and increased the CPCs right on target to my goal. When I talked to him, he said, hey, can you get me $35 CPAs? I said, yeah, it's gonna take me a little while. We'll start November. Well, it's gonna hang tight. I'll get you there. He goes, okay, cool. I went from about 60 down to 35, doubled everything in for conversions. I didn't touch the thing. I changed the street from February, March, April, May, June, I didn't make one change. I lost half of my CPA and I doubled the amount of conversions and I didn't make one change because I was using broad match, just letting Google do this thing. It was a test for a client. So I said up one time, I said, this will work eventually. And I just let it go. It was an unpaid test. So I didn't really care to look at it every single day, but I didn't make one change. And that was really interesting. It was just broad match and TCPA. That's it. And this thing just grew legs on its own. Like there's, and so what's scary about this? Oh, wait, that just changed visuals again. There we go. So, what's scary about this whole thing is without making a change that happened. Now it's seasonality, but he was like, hey, great job getting it at $35. I didn't think that was possible. we like, yeah, you got it. Hard work and dedication. I didn't touch the thing for six months. So, that's what I'm saying is when you negative keyword yourself out, when you want to use broad match and target cost per acquisition, give it six months and it'll get there. You can learn quickly without TCPA and then put it on TCPA later on and it'll hang tight there for a long time. And I'm in a very small geographical region. Well, actually that's unfair for me to say is anybody else's it's Hong Kong. So I don't even know how many people are there. It's probably like a billion, but it's a small geographical region. We're not in, not in the entire country, but it's 42,000 impressions from February, March, April, through May. But I got us down to where we needed to be at $35 cost per acquisition. The latter half of the test. Okay. Any questions there now?
0: Yeah, John, there was one in the chat. I'm going to read it to you, Okay? It says, do you think if we were to create a campaign with only broad terms targeting audience similar to our website visitors could help us filter a bit and get in front of this audience while not spending unnecessarily? Or maybe if we could test both, one with similar to website visitors in observation and one targeting?
1: So it's kind of like an RLSA sort of thing. Is what i imagine then but whoever asked the question could you un- unmute i can't see them so sorry if if you want to if not that's okay But that sounds like almost like an rlsa though
0: hi yeah that's hey. me.
1: hello <laughs> <laughs> is it you talking about more like an rlsa and then a, like an A-B test of like one with observation what with targeting see how the rlsa does versus the or is it are you saying do you say website audiences
0: yeah more likely kind of to do an experiment to like to leave it open
1: but like kind of filtering the profile of the audience that we are showing our keywords for ads to, kind of like, because if we leave it that open, I'm sure you got amazing results based on what you show, and this is really, really great information, but you still leave it open for some other unnecessarily costly search terms, you know? So I was thinking if we could filter it a bit, maybe, or maybe we could just keep it an observation for a bit and see if most of our conversions are actually coming from the audience that are similar to our website visitors oh similar to i'm stupid i thought you said website website visitors but i heard the question wrong so i was like well, i think a website visitor audience would be an rlsa so you're saying put an observation mode on an audience of like essentially wide open plus similar to our audience and see who is capturing what's getting the better result that's brilliant that's genius everyone go do that now by the way it's like, <laughs> All the special strategists and, and everyone do that. That's an amazing, amazing idea. Thank you for that. That's awesome. Yeah, an observation mode similar to our website visitors to see which one is performing better on broad. The one thing that I would have to say that could be a potential fail point that we'd have to look at is because broad goes after so many like one impression one clicks if they don't overlap that much it doesn't necessarily mean that they didn't it just means that i don't know if google knew if they looked like that when they had their first impression and first click because they're so widely spread out audience targeting may give you a false positive just because it was like the first time they searched the first click and it was kind of top of funnel did they look like our website visitors? There may not be enough information for Google to say yes, based on our search patterns, because it's sometimes is so one-click to conversion. That's another reason why TCPA doesn't really work that well in the beginning, is because we don't know who these people are. Why? Well, there's not a big group of them. They're all spread out. This person wanted a, a cheap BBL, and this one was searching in Spanish for a surgeon. Do they look like each other? Not really, but they're both converted. So it'd be interesting to see that test. That's really for observation mode.
0: Awesome. Cool. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Google ads podcast for
1: more ways to grow your business with Google ads. You can subscribe to the solutions eight YouTube channel. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to work with the best Google ads agency in the world, you can visit solutions eight at S O L 8com